Welcome to another episode of People with Passion for Pets. It is my pleasure today to introduce you to author Brandon Wainwright, and we'll talk about his book, Tyson's Gift, How an Eight-Pound Canine Became a Man's Greatest Spiritual Guide. Hello. Hi. There you are. Hi. How are you? I'm great. Hi, Brandon. Nice to meet you. Awesome. You know, the book is, is so easy to read. I read it, you know, in a, in a day and a half. It's just a beautiful book. Um, well, so, so very well written. It kind of brought back to me a little bit that because it is a true story, that life really makes the best stories, right? It's a, it's oh, the, and, so. and he, you call him a hero. In fact, on the, on the cover, you have him in a, in a little Superman <laughs> suit and you talk <laughs> yeah. about that you gotten him one. So yeah, it's, for me, Tyson, he's my hero. I know he changed my entire life everything about it. And I'm not saying that everything's perfect now, you know, I'm still, I'm still evolving and, but, but my, my view on things, my understanding of who I am and, and what I want to accomplish in this life and, and what I want to do, you know, the energy that I want to bring to the world is all, he was my greatest teacher. That's why I, that's why I named the book Tyson's gift, how an eight pound canine became a man's greatest spiritual guide because that's pretty much what he did, you know. Yeah, and that's that's kind of it, right? It, do you think that it's easier for us to love uh, animals than it is to love people? Is there what's what was the relationship? I, I think with with humans, unless it's a like a, a child, you know, a young innocent child, you know, you, there's always it's just this natural thing to to put your guard up and and to look for ulterior motives and and trust is a hard thing because we're all hardened by life we all have these different experiences that, that make us skeptical of things and we can I think most people can also relate to the idea of you know they're well with animals you know they're they're innocent they're pure and and even if they're damaged they're still pure and you can still trust them and I think it's easy to open your heart up to an animal because of that you know you're not if, if you if you come at them with a loving energy and a loving intent the love connection it is much easier than it is with the human. But I don't think, I don't think it's that, that animals are more worthy of love than a human. It's just that, you know, their, their, their role in this plane of existence is, is different. You know, they have different things that they're dealing with and, you know, in some ways harder, I think in some ways, you know, easier. And so Tyson's gift to you, to you really has been um, to open you up to not just open your heart up to the love of a puppy, but also to open your heart up to understanding more of who you are as a person and also understanding of what comes after death. Is, is that right? Yeah. Well, kind of the whole nature of the universe. Yeah. You know, I mean, cause it's, I mean, that's kind of where it starts because it, it you know, it, it brings so much peace to know that, that we are eternal beings having a, human existence or earthly existence, you know, um, but then you want to learn more and you want to learn about how all this plays out in, in, you know, in life, because it's not about what happens after you. I mean, that's part of it is, you know, we live on, but how are you bringing light and, and peace into, into the life that you're living now? And yeah. it all, it all starts to kind of mingle together over time. Um, and it just brings so much joy and, and fulfillment. And it's, and for me, the other thing I, I, about my background, which I talk about in the book is that I, I wasn't religious at all. Um, and I tried, I tried a number of religions on over the years and 
Um, and it just never, for me, not that there's anything wrong with religion. I'm not saying that at all. Cause I think, I think religion can, can be very good. Um, but it, 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 for me, it just never jived. I was never able to, to believe. And because of that, I couldn't take in the peace that comes with it either. I couldn't take in, you know, the idea of spirituality was kind of an abstract for me. I completely conflated religion and spirituality because that was how I'd always been introduced to me. Now, all of a sudden, I had been exposed to a whole different perspective, which is that, no, they're not the same. And, and spirituality is universal. It, whether, you let, whether you acknowledge it or not, we all are spiritual beings having an earthly ex experience. It just, it's just a fact. All you need to really understand is that we're all divine beings and, and we're all connected. And, 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 and because of that, you know, it gives a whole new meaning to the life that you're living and the life that other people are living around you, you know, the connection that you have with them. But there's not, there's not that dogma that goes along with it that, that can be so difficult to manage. Yeah. And isn't that really how the animals see their being on earth, right? It's that they're very open and non-judgmental and mm -hmm. open and loving to everyone. So that, that they're really yeah. are, um, you know, a beacon in, in that area. You talk a lot about in the book, the first part of the book is about your, his life with you. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, he wasn't the perfect dog. He he had a lot of different things, and and you're very honest about his his little antics and and how um you know first I guess the first lesson was you had to really work for his love and and get and get his trust, which is oftentimes I think such a gift when we when we learn that. Obviously, Tyson, uh, little Chihuahua, comes in your life and and um, changes a lot about how you uh, perceive life. But then after his death you even more so have to have lessons to learn. So, so talk yeah. a little bit about that. You mentioned um, you started looking for ways to become more clear what happens after death because you needed to know what happened to Tyson. Yeah. So that was how it started was I, I worked with some animal communicators and um, you know, psychics, intuitives, well, any, anybody will tell you any, any, credible intuitive will tell you that they're they're not 100 accurate ever you know um and and they weren't the the first couple that i worked with actually kind of left me wanting because i was i was looking for not just the connection but the proof you know um and i i didn't really get that but the i the third one though that i did because i i, I decided it was my last shot like i was gonna just walk away and say well i guess i guess it's not for me um but then the third one i had was like mind mind-blowing the level of of accuracy and and um specifics and what was really crazy about that was you know I, it was a consult over the phone with i was in california at the time she was in iowa you know so it wasn't like she was reading my body language or anything like that she didn't know anything about me It just and it, it that just blew me away and then that in turn got me looking even deeper you know and i and i which i talk about in the book and um i had an incredible session with a medium uh, not an animal communicator but a, a, a regular psychic medium who a lot of times they can work with animals and humans um but lisa silverman she's just incredible and she's still i have, i have yet to to meet somebody that has that's more talent more gifted 
as a medium than she is. Um, and I, you know, when I made contact with my uncle, my grandma, my aunt and Tyson during that and two hours solid of nothing but specific information. And it just, I, I walked out in a daze like, Oh my gosh, this is, this is real. This, it was like, it was like, in fact, in the, in the book, I call mm -hmm. it co um, coffee with loved ones because it was, it was like sitting down for coffee with loved ones that I hadn't seen in 25 years. You know, it was, it was so such a healing experience and so uplifting and, and, but it also, you know, it, it was life-changing because it showed me that this is, this is real. We really do live on this is, there's more and it's this, you know, it's not a religious thing. It's just, it's just reality. And, and so from there, then I, you know, then I was like, well, no, I want to learn more and I want to, I want to develop my own skills and I want to, and that's when I learned Reiki and, you know, eventually became a Reiki master. And, and that's kind of, for me, that's been my, um, that's my natural gift is the healing, being able to heal. Um, and, and so far that's, that's my main one. I'm still trying to develop in the other areas too, but the healing is definitely where I have a natural ability. Now, are you still, um, are you still reaching out to Tyson? Is he still a part of, um, is that still a conversation that's uh, ongoing or? Oh yeah. It's uh well, and I, I'll, I'll tell you, I'm sure I know you read the book. So, so Tyson was a dachshund chihuahua mix, um, three quarters chihuahua, quarter dachshund. And we have our pepper now, um, who came to us in, in, uh, I guess it was February 2020. So it was a good time for us because it, you know, uh -huh. before all the chaos um she came to us and i what i will say is that she keeps tyson's spirit alive every day mm -hmm. that's wonderful okay yeah, yeah. and i i want yeah. uh, i want people to read the book so i won't go into uh that aspect of it too much um because you know we don't want to take all of the the beautiful yeah. uh things away that that are in the book but um yeah i i love that and uh, i have one of my um i've always had dogs one of our dogs that's actually on the cover of our book uh keep your paws on the road the uh, chesapeake bay retriever in the center uh, uh. his name is jaeger and um i i have a real <laughs> big connection with him and and i see him his spirit kind of comes to me in the form of uh of, of a hummingbird jaeger was a chesapeake bay retriever so he loved uh the water he was i mean we in fact the book is probably uh because of jaeger because when we went on vacation we always tried to find some place cool for the dogs to because he was such a pleasure to watch him run in the ocean and chase the waves or a run down uh you know a river in montana and um, one of my favorite pictures is him just sitting in the glacier waters of, uh, you know, Montana. But uh, so this hummingbird comes and I'm, I'm out here in, in our yard in Arizona. I was watering uh, a plant with a, with a hose and this hummingbird comes and they will come more often than once. He visits me and he plays in the water. He will actually dive into the water, let the water like take him to the ground the first time it happened, I was like, oh my God, did I just, what happened? This hummingbird's like falling into the water. Then he gets up, he shakes himself off. He, he sits like close by and then he comes back in and he keeps playing in the water. It's, it's like this cutest thing. And I'm like, it's Jaeger. It has to Jaeger. be. <laughs> yeah. How cool so is I that? I absolutely love that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Very That's, special. Yeah. They, mm -hmm. they, they definitely, it's just an example, you know, it's a, I think, 
one of the things that's that's hard, it's very difficult but it's necessary and it's, it's 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 critical in your growth is trust is trusting to you know when you like for you you have that experience you intuitively know it's him and and you know not just intellectually but you can feel the energy you know you know you can tell that it's him well a lot of people will just poo poo that right and they'll just brush it off well i think one of the advantages to as you're you know as you're opening up and you're and you're going through this process is is to have you know a credible intuitive to work with because they you know they're seeing it objectively first of all and they're trusting what they're getting but they're giving you information that's like you know it it, it gives it a certain level it, the trust factor isn't there as much because it's coming from somebody else it's harder to trust yourself sometimes than it is to trust somebody else i've found don't minimize the the benefit of working with an intuitive in that you know in, in those situations even even when you know like you know you know it's him but if you had some if you went and did a consult and had somebody reinforce that for you it would give it a whole new weight and and so for me that's been that was so very helpful yes and then you spoke earlier in regards to um you know coffee with with your uh, with your family understanding that we all have our uh, life experiences and um some of um your family they've had some struggles some of them had passed in um some you know sad ways but to know that it's okay that they're on the other side. And I think oftentimes that's the closure people need. And I think that those are oftentimes the people that could really um, have beneficial experiences, like you're saying, by, by talking to somebody that can, um, mm -hmm. you know, speak for, for the people that have crossed over and to just hear we're okay. And, you know, yes, that was dramatic when I was going through it, but that, that is that lifetime is done and I'm okay. And, and, yeah. you know, underlying and, and, all of it. Yeah. And not even just okay, but like flourishing, like doing yeah. great, you know, I mean, that's, yeah. there's a lot of stereotypes and stigmas that go, you know, for people, you know, the, the gypsy with the, the turban and the, you know, <laughs> and, 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 and there's also charlatans out there that, that diminish the credibility of all, of sure. all intuitives. But the reality is that there are people that are legitimate, talented, caring, very connected people that, that can offer so much healing. And, and I, for Lisa, for example, Lisa Silverman, I, like I said, she's the most talented medium I've ever ex worked with or seen. And I, not that I'm like an expert or anything, I'm still learning, but I've been around enough at this point to know that she's really special. This was to, meant to bring me into a, a new stage of life and to help spread the word about this stuff you know if you if you feel compelled to to try this stuff out if you you know like for example in my book there's some examples i think if you read books about this a lot of times there'll be examples of of working to intuitives that are that are actively practicing that you can connect with um and and have a, a very healing experience whereas you know you don't necessarily want to just go to the the next person you see on the street with Just the neon light in their house. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, not that they're, I mean, sometimes, yeah, you might get lucky. You might, I, I, I have connected with people that way too. They turned out to be incredible, you know? Sure. Um, yeah. But, and we had, and, and I'll link it to, we have a, a 
beautiful medium and uh, animal communicator, Charles Peden, who's, who's uh, right here in Tucson, Arizona, who, who can communicate and find lost animals and has helped many, many times because as, a, as an animal communicator, they're not just communicating to those who have passed, as, as you know, I'm sure, but yeah. our audience, but they're also talking to the living and, you know, he, he can help people with behavior issues. He's helped people with, um, you know, lost pets. So it, it's really incredible. Uh, it, but for, for really you, Brandon, I want, I want to know at, at what point did you decide you had to write the book? Um, well, I, you know, with, with what I was going, cause so the other thing I didn't talk about was I, I was a police officer. Um, I just re- recently retired from it just the last few months. Um, but I was the last person that you would expect to, to have all these experiences. And it was such a life-changing thing. And if you didn't already get that from what I've said, but I was just like, man, that my story, I, I, I want to tell other people about it because it's, it's brought me so much peace and, and, and growth. And I, I would love, it's just such an interesting story. You know, I thought it would make a good book. So it was in my head. The idea of writing a book was there. Um, and the other thing is, I talk about this in the book too, but I also was a filmmaker. I, I worked in, that was my, my first career pursuit was, was making movies. I worked in LA and Hollywood and, and that stuff. And I also thought this could make a good movie too. Um, but it was more, more just an idea. Like I, the, the part of me that was kind of, I don't know, overly humble was, was like, eh, who'd want to read my story? You know, I mean, we've all had experiences most people have had these types of metaphysical experiences. They just don't talk about them. You know, is it really going to be that compelling to people? And, and, and the thing, the other thing was that as when I was in this process, I, I had with in these, these animal communication sessions, every one of them, I had more or less begged Tyson to come back because <laughs> I missed him so much, you know? And, and I thought, well, what good would a story like this be if I don't, if he's not back, you know, I, where's the punchline? who's going to care about all these experiences. And I, I went, I had a, I had a session with a, with a, um, an intuitive and, and she saw very clearly that the book was already there to be written. And, um, and she actually said, I told her, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to write this book and, um, but I'm going to wait for Tyson to come back first. And she was very decisive about, Oh no. She says that, no, that's book two. You've already got everything you need to write this book. You need to do it. Like, and, and it was so, she was so like, just, you know, blunt about it that, and she had already gained some, she'd gained my trust and, and said a bunch of other things in, in the session that were like, yeah, she's the real deal. I'd also been told by my, my first Reiki teacher, um, she asked me if I had been considering writing the book and I hadn't talked to her about it at all. And she just, she asked me and I said, well, yeah, and she goes, because I think it's a big deal that you write this book. A part of your life mission is to write this book. And so I felt a certain responsibility. Brandon, in in the book, you share a lot of very personal experiences from your childhood. And again, I don't want to give everything away from the book. But uh, my question to you is, was that a healing experience for you too? Because it took some courage, I'm sure, to put those in the book. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. I mean, I was was aware that Tyson was helping, you know, like I, I talk about that in the book, is that I knew he was he was helping me heal from these these um, childhood events, but yeah, write, writing about them definitely brought them back to life and helped me to, you know, kind of went through a healing cathartic process. So yeah, I think, I mean, more deliberate, 
definitely more like I'm having to really process this and, you know, but it also put on, put a spotlight on how much Tyson helped me. It really helped me to, 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 to go to revisit that and understand it and appreciate him and honor him for, for that gift that he gave me, you know? So, yeah, I think, I think the whole, the whole thing was, it was a, was a cathartic experience writing the whole, but a lot of times I found myself laughing as I was writing because it was so fun reliving his antics and, and, you know, the hardest part for me was the part that was after he died. The, up until that point, it, the, the book just was, was fun to write because it was, it was reminiscing, you know. I'm going to write a sequel too. Um, and, but that's, like you said, sometimes the, the best books are the ones that are real life and they're, you know, so I'm, I'm waiting for the, the material to unfold so I can write the second one. Which That's it awesome. is. It's definitely so, unfolding. You know? <laughs> so, Brandon, for our, our audience, um, you have a website. Is it Tyson'sGift.com? Is that correct? That's right. It's Tyson'sGift.com. Um, T-Y-S-O-N-S-G-I-F-T.com. Um, that'll take you. That'll take you to the website. You can read about us. You can. There's pictures on there and such. Um, if you, you can on the the homepage, you can click. It'll take you to, um, to where you can purchase it. If uh, I know. It's on Amazon, but there's other, you can go to barnesandnoble.com. You can Google it and, and they'll give you other places you can purchase it. Um, on Amazon, you can get, it, it's on um, audiobook. You can, you can get audiobook, ebook, or paperback. Um, it's on Audible as well as iTunes if you want to, if you prefer to listen to. That's awesome. And then I, not, I noticed uh, when I went to your website, that um, you also donate in Tyson's honor. But yes, I'm going to donate a portion of the profits um, to well, thank you for uh, to shout to shelters. And if 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 people feel compelled to reach out to me, you can email me through the website, and I respond. I'm not. I don't get, have so much so much fan mail that I can't keep up. With. <laughs> so so, <laughs> so honestly, anybody that wants to connect with you, of course, we'll be sure to share um, all your links in the description below, so that people can easily find you and and connect with you. Yeah, uh, and I and I appreciate it because you know I've had a number of people reach out to me and tell me that it really helped them, and and that's that that's such a it warms my heart. You know, it makes it all worth it to know that that it, that that our, our story is getting out there and helping people. That's the whole point. Yeah, I can, I can definitely highly recommend it to anybody uh, that's a dog lover, anybody that uh, loves, um, you know, to find out more about the afterlife, but uh, it's, it's just a great read. It's, it's really a wonderful story. Well, thank you so much. It means a lot to hear people say that, that they enjoyed it. Well, thank you so much for being on the show and thank you for well, all thanks that you for do. having me yeah thanks yeah. for having me <laughs> thank you for joining us today on people with passion for pets we're jim and b walker and until next time keep your paws on the road <laughs>